Hi, I'm Sean Hanif, and you're listening to Life of an Entrepreneur. What's going on? And welcome back to another episode. We're doing this every single week now, so that's pretty cool. Three weeks in a row. I think I've got the hang of it. The process is working well. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. So, you know, this podcast is going to come out every Monday from now on. So if you're listening to this today, first of all, thank you so much. Secondly, you know, hope your week has started off well and you're going to continue to smash your goals this week. That's the plan. But here I'm going to be just taking you through what I did last week and how that kind of sets me up for the current week as well. So hopefully in that way, it's in real time. You'll get to hear some of the stuff I did good and bad last week in my business and hopefully how that will help you in your business, in your job, in whatever you're trying to get done. So with that being said, in this episode, you know, the the, the truth is last week was a very, very um, good and bad week at the same time. So, you know, and I think I'm going to talk about that in this episode. You know, I think there's some parts in this episode you're really going to resonate with because, you know, it's not easy. It, it changes a lot. In the same day, you can go from a very amazing feeling to a very horrible feeling and, and the rest of that, especially being an entrepreneur, you know, you, you get used to it, but it's still very tough to go through. So I had a number of those. I think you, there's some things I'm going to talk about today that you're really going to resonate with. And also some of the things that I felt uh, during the week as well, which I, I think were moments. And I think that's what it's all about. And I'm going to talk and explain um, that a bit more. But that being said, Let's get into it. So first of all, you know, as a founder, as an entrepreneur, as a, you know, the ups and downs is a real, real thing. And um, so last week we had uh, some, some of our clients, our creators um, come to come to the office, which, um, you know, is always an amazing thing because you get to physically sit and interact. But we had two in, in particular. One was from Sweden her name is Hannah Oberg. Um, we've been working with her since it will actually come to four years next year. I think at the moment it's maybe three and a half years. And the crazy story is that we, um, I pitched her back in March 2017 uh, via an email. And what, what I was doing back then was I used to create a website for a creator and used to send it to them in a cold email, which is crazy, and uh, see if they wanted to do it. So I think I emailed her saying, hey, you know, you're, you're a fitness influencer, you you know, you can sell stuff, um, you can sell your content, this is what I mean, here's a website that I've made, you can see how it comes together, what it would be and how would it work, to which they came back and said, sorry, no, um, we're gonna look for somebody else in Sweden to do this. Then um, I think it was, it was shortly after, um, she was coming to a fitness exhibition in London so I made sure I went to that exhibition and I went and saw her in person and I pitched her in person. I think there's a picture on my Instagram back really old um, where I um, of be me, me trying to do that. And I think I remember she she was she pretty much didn't know who I was. And she was a bit like, right, OK, because I was trying to explain to her why working with us is better because we have an app. It's called Athlete. You'll be your followers will be able to see the workouts on this app and how amazing it's going to be. But then a few weeks later, maybe a few months later, I don't remember the timeline exact. She reached back out saying, hey, we want to we want to work with you. So, you know, um, then we did. And since then, we have done a number of things. We first uh, helped her launch uh, to sell some content. Then we moved on some merchandise. Then we made her a mobile app. 
And then we've gone ahead and um, made a bunch of other products too. And it's been very successful, multiple seven figures a year. So yeah, it was cool. So basically she came from Sweden um, over to our office and that meant um, I had to entertain them for two days, which was actually very tiring. And it was very tiring and it was, um, and I think I learned some things that day as well, which I think others would, that if you're ever going to be entertaining clients, you really have to make the effort. You can't just leave it to the team, think it's going to be okay. You actually have to plan a, so what we I did was we firstly planned their day for them incomplete. They got picked up from the airport um, to a hotel. I met them at the hotel, greeted them, took them for some dinner. And then at the dinner, you got to make sure like the conversation is good. Conversation is flowing. It's a real pressure, to be honest, because I had like these three people and I have to make sure that they're happy, you know, and um, it never stops. It's something I think I touched in the last episode that you should always be in sell mode as a founder, as an entrepreneur, as a serious operator, you need to always be in sell mode. And I think that's what I realized here was that regardless of the situation, yeah, we're at dinner, things, but you can't forget that you need to be in sell mode. You got to make sure they, the conversation is good, the conversation is on point. You're making good points about yourself, about them, about this. So, you know, it's, it's a lot. And it was tiring, you know, after a whole day of others, lots of other stuff to then entertain them at night. I remember I was just so exhausted. Um, that was the day they came. The next day, um, again, in the office, we had a whole day planned for them. So I think we spent about six hours with them in person, just going through many things. We were also discussing a few new projects, which is very, very exciting. When we were in, 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 in that meeting, I remember sitting there thinking to myself, so, you know, our product team is amazing and they had all these samples and the room was full of samples. And as the client is going through them, I actually thought sitting to myself, I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like, we're so good at this. And if I could just replicate this experience around the world, what could we do? You know, what if we had a similar thing? Basically, it's called a product showroom. Someone comes in, you have a showroom full of stuff and people can touch, feel, check samples and really get into like what they want to build. It could be apparel, beauty, whatever. These are physical product businesses. If I had the same setup in LA, in Dubai, in New York, what, what could we do? Because the quality and everything, I, I actually just stayed quiet in that meeting. I was actually just taking it in because I used to be, you know, measuring clothing, creating my own patterns, finding factories, making stuff, whatever, to come from there to have an ex expert team talking about all sorts of different things that I actually don't know that much about in detail. And just to be taking it in and listening it, it did actually give me goosebumps because I was like, man, like A, come from so far. B, look how good we are. C, look at the opportunity because if other creators could do this, we could, um, you know, where, where could we go um, fundamentally as a business? So, you know, it, it, was, uh, it was truly an uh, amazing day. But what I struggle with as well, whilst that is happening, is actually not looking at my Slack, not looking at my messages, not looking at what's going on. Because that, that's where it gets tough. So I think the context thing for anyone listening is a real challenge and it'll always be there. How you give something focus, but then something else you're not giving focus to and what's going on and that whole way of thinking. So you kind of feel excited, but crippled at the same time as well. Can't explain it, but that's what I was feeling. But great day. We end up going out with dinner again with them. And I guess that night, if I'm completely honest, I, I felt really, really unwell. And I think the whole, uh, you know, I sleep less, which many of you know, I've been pushing hard. I think since April, I haven't 
pretty much taken any time off in any way and I'm really feeling it at the moment because yeah I guess felt really really exhausted um so much so that my appetite went and it, it, was, it was a struggle but anyway great meeting um the very next day we had another client um in the office um her name is Mari she's from LA and we had them come in as well working on a bunch of things and again you know they they're very very um experienced so very different type of uh, relationship because they're just very they know what they want they've done it before they're very successful but again you know absolutely amazing to sit there and feel like how good we are it's 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 hard cuz you know when you work have an online business and everything's online yeah you can get amazing results for people digitally what i mean by that is yeah you can get high revenue high return on ads whatever you got lots of clients it's all great but there is something about physically seeing your team interact with like a client and being able to see how they react back and that feeling is something i do feel like since covid there has been something lost in relationships and um obviously that's in general but just for business especially so if you can make the effort to meet people and do some business in real life i think there's an opportunity in the market that you can do that while your competitors may not you know so i think it was a uh, yeah some some real good moments last week you know some real highs feeling invincible feeling like man we're so good at what we do the respect from others um and what we know and our knowledge was great i also had a few phone calls with um a few investment firms which again just blows my mind that some of the biggest firms in the world want to have a conversation with me ask my opinion on the creator economy and building brands and startups and whatever so i think yeah just the all respect in the industry from people the overall thing was very 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 um very good on the flip side So you know, like I said, the good and the bad, right? The good, you feel like you have an amazing business, an amazing team, you're making money. You do feel like you can do anything, and that was like it's a great feeling. But at the same time, over the last week I struggled quite a bit with um just some of the issues, you know, and running a business and having a team this large now. I think we we're, we're nearing 100. You know, they 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 exist. And you know, you may look at you may look at my contact, my Instagram, my everything and think, "Oh, I have it all." because i used to look at people when i i was starting out thinking that but inside there's always shit to do and always shit to solve and some of them happened last week so you know there was a number of occasions where the team is not following process and that really really frustrates me it really frustrates me because if you if something has been created to be followed a certain way and we're just choosing not to it's frustrating because it's only going to lead to mediocre work it's only going to lead to clients not being happy it's only going to lead to not generating enough results and ultimately not generating enough revenue enough cash and profit and the rest of it right so it's really frustrating i've had to kind of like get involved where i don't want to get involved because the more i get involved in operational day-to-day stuff the less i can take the business forward also it just is this this it's disappointing because you know you have to i guess it's a negative right it's like it's frustrating and that gives you a different mindset then um I think the other thing that I really struggled with um last week was we're just uh, just just generally right within the organization as we've grown just just the ownership you know making sure people understand what's their responsibility and do they really own that and to deliver that and I think when we were small it was so easy to um have that very clear and make sure it is correct but as we're getting bigger and bigger this is one thing that's hard so currently you know where I am struggling with and I know the team is and as a company 
It's just that, like ownership, accountability, responsibility, following process. And, you know, if anyone follows me or listens to this that has a larger organization, please come and message me because I would love to know um, some things you've done to implement um, that helps there. But, yeah, you know, we're, we're working through it. I think um, my COO was working on this particular problem as well. And I think we're getting better week by week, day by day. Some of the stuff, to be fair, I'll actually tell you. One is you've got to plan ahead. If you truly plan six months ahead, and know exactly what you're going to do when as a business, you can then make sure early enough a plan is put into place, the necessary people are involved, necessary action points, the project planning, like the meticulous step-by-step thing can happen. But then it's about like the actual day-to-day execution, who's ever in charge of that, are they actually truly on top of it? What process do they have? What tools do they use? What reminders? What What's what to make sure they're on top of it? You know, our business is becoming quite operationally heavy, as it's scaling so yeah so there were some real frustrating points you know i mentioned in the last uh, last week's episode obviously we had a tough call with a client a meeting sorry that's still ongoing so um for us to resolve so yeah like it felt like you know i think the week before i may have mentioned it that i think mentally i've been it was like one of the best weeks ever because i felt like everything is moving in the right direction but this week really felt like it's not with that being said obviously i'm trying to improve it as much as i can but i'm fully aware of the fact that the good and the bad and the change in moods and the change in stress levels and the change in like you can go from being feeling very happy to then very like upset or very frustrated you know within the same hour and i've now learned how to condition myself mentally that to be able to accept that and be able to work on that that i don't let it affect me deeply basically so, you know, if you're listening to this and, you know, you're, you're having a hard time or something, something's frustrating you, everything else, just remember that it's okay and work on solving problems and pushing forwards because everybody is faced with this. And I believe the people that actually do well in business are the ones that know how to push forwards, not the ones that dwell on it, not the ones that then make them make themselves think they can't do something because of it, which happens a lot. I see it a lot. I see a lot of entrepreneurs I started something, sales weren't there, so I thought, forget it, what am I doing, I'll do something else. Like, that way of thinking where something negative hits you, like, I don't know, let's say a client's like, I want to leave Genflow. If I start thinking, oh, is this business really worth it? Should I really do it? Is it really worth all the stress? Like, I could just easily have, like, easy life. This extreme stress levels that sometimes I reach to, is it really worth it? And in those moments, for me personally, it's always like, yeah, it's fucking worth it um that's just i'm just being straight like we've had some we've had some situations where you do feel really like the moment of stress is like the maximum and your head's gonna explode but then you solve it and you move forward and you're like man i can solve anything so it's just kind of like what you're made out of um and how you think mentally so i'm conditioned so you got to condition yourself mentally so it's a new week right now right so you know with this week just be prepared something may go wrong it's okay you can deal with it and you're going to move on. That's it. That's what I'm saying. And I think if you have that mindset, you're going to have an amazing week every week. There will be challenges, but you'll be on top of it. And, um, you know, I think that's about it. I'm looking forward to this week. I'm actually filming something Thursday and Friday. I've blocked off two days. I'm going to be in a studio, something very exciting, which is launching early next year. I'm just currently working on that. Also, I've got two weeks left till I leave my apartment here in the UK and I'm going to Dubai, then on to LA. 
lots of lots of things I need to work on before I leave. I haven't got many much time left. So my some of them are plans this week, which I'll probably discuss in detail in the next episode is one is Black Friday. I'm getting down to the bottom of it. And I think I'll tell you a bit more about my strategy there next week. Um, and if you listen to this, you better get on to the Black Friday planning because it's not long left. So, you know, massive opportunity this year. Absolutely massive opportunity just because where everything is um, from a global perspective. And um, also some challenges. Supply chain is massive warnings. Stock may not come. There's not enough stock. Production is slow. Freight charges are high. So we really need to get in front of it. So if you're planning for Black Friday, get onto it now. Ad space is going to be super competitive. They're saying everything's going to be twice as more expensive when, uh, on ads. So what is the plan there? So, you know, if you, if, you, if you have your own e-commerce brand, you work for somebody, you have your own agency, you need to make a foolproof, detailed, itemized plan, have all your team uh, contribute and make it something that you're truly living and breathing to really smash Q4, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, etc. So, you know, that's my focus this week. And yeah, hope you guys like this episode. As ever, we'd love to hear some feedback. We're getting good listens each week now. So that's pretty cool on the analytics. And so, yeah, I guess if you are listening and you haven't made it this far, firstly, thanks. Make sure you, if you could share on Instagram, tag me, let me know that you're listening, send me a DM, give me some feedback. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode.